Gay SA Radio, where you are family. I'm Hendrik, and I'm in Cape Town. We're chatting with Mishmash Productions. They've got uh, some beautiful productions coming up, and a very active little company that specializes in LGBTQ plus uh, topics and themes in their various productions. So I'm sitting here chatting with Megan Alexander. Welcome, Hi. Megan. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh, good, good. So tell me, you are, there's some plays coming up, and you are featuring in, in one of them? Uh, yes. Okay, tell We've... me about that. We've done quite a bit of the show already. We've had like six runs. However, we are moving into the Baxter. Yeah, it's called Transformed. There's four main character stories in there. I play one of them, which is Vix. And um, I'm dragging. And I have this beautiful blue beard that I'm sure Michael will send you pictures of. <laughs> okay. I have a beautiful blue beard and blue eyebrows and a pineapple shirt that I sing Hey I in. So I'm just on stage having a blast. It sounds like a lot of fun. It is. So what is the story about broadly? It's basically like gay characters coming out or having just like their stories told in a way. So, for example, Shinene. She is a trans woman and is also a drag queen so she doesn't really come out because there is some struggles with her family so like her i think it was her mom who said like you should die and you know go to hell and whatever then there's my character who shame like a really dark boss they were molested as a child so throughout the course of the play you see her just being this bright happy person and then all of a sudden hey what's happening so she tells a story on stage which is yeah, she was raped or molested by her father. And the emotion, getting into the emotion of that is just tough. The play is transformed. Yes. And it's set in a gay bar, a drag club, it's something? A gay bar. It's called The Club. Like, a lot of people, obviously, gay-friendly, gay allies, they come, they have a blast. Everything happens in there because it's all about the characters, like the stage personas, if you could say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is where Vix also meets her, her girlfriend, who's in denial, but eventually comes out through some coaxing from like her friend Ali, uh, also, sorry, her sister Ali and her friend Anna. Why is it important that we tell these kind of stories, do you think? Because there's not many of them being told, honestly. So you always want to have a reflection of what's actually happening in the world being told in the media, which there's not a lot of that, If you, especially if you look at South African media. There's not a lot of gay characters. There's a lot of gay presence, yes, and there's a lot of, like, Sumizi on idols, yeah, but it's not showing the way gay people actually live their lives. Like, we can say Sumizi's gay and he's fun and he's loud and whatever, but then there's also other people whose stories are not as fun as Sumizi. And it's important for those stories to be told so that we know exactly what is happening within our world or within our country. And are these then only for the people that those stories are about, or do we need a broader audience to also see it? Of course we need a broader audience, because for the most part, us in the community, we know what's happening. But then there's a lot of, shall we say, cis people who have no clue of our stories. They have no idea what's happening. They have no idea that a lesbian is being raped just for being a lesbian by members of a family. So those stories are important to be told and to reach a broader audience so that people can also take a step back and have a thought and be like, okay, maybe it's not that bad to be gay. Not that it is, but I mean, as a hetero person who's like strongly against the LGBT community, you kind of, it humanizes it for them, I would say. So tell me about your journey into this play, where you have some experience, some acting experience, and um, how did you get chosen? 
I do have acting experience, yes. I did a lot of short films, student films since 2015 leading up to this year. But then last year I took a short trip, went to China, came back in December, just enjoyed my December. And then I think in January, like the end of January, I saw the audition call for um, just Mishmash Media in general. And then I sent him my CV. They didn't get back to me, Regina. But then the second time, I sent him my CV again, came for the audition in this room, actually. And I didn't audition for Transformed. I think I auditioned for I Am Trans. And Regina was like, oh, no, you, Vix, you, it's you. And then I was like, oh, yay, excitement. So that's how I got that part in this room. Yeah, I was a bit nervous and I don't remember my audition, but the fact that I got the part, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> you clinched it, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and the rehearsal process, now a bit of gossip, tell me about Regina and how, how she works yeah. as a director. Oh, shall I? <laughs> because some of the cast members have spoken about this at length. Okay, so Regina is very flirtatious, which we all like because we're just like, yes, this works, so that you kind of... Like, you deal in your people, you've got them there, but also, like, you know, stay a distance. So, very fun person to be around, very understanding, maybe the best director I've ever worked with. Also, she's a woman. I mean, gossip, really. Is there gossip? I don't think so. We all just, in our cast particularly, we have just a laugh fest in rehearsals. So, we get all the, like, the giggles and the jitters out beforehand. So, yeah, whenever you're with us, you know, a rehearsal room it's like we just laugh all the time there's no real gossip because no one does anything that i find weird <laughs> <laughs> megan alexander with me actress uh, activist do you call yourself an activist or is it just an act- just an, an actress yeah an activist an, an activist i don't know <laughs> <laughs> because the work you're doing in, in in performing these kind of stories mm-hmm. that tell unusual stories that you don't often see that surely that is kind of transformative work in that yeah. you touch people's lives in some way some of the other actors told me that after performances people would come to them and kind of a discussion would unfold because of the way that the, the story was told or the way the character was portrayed have you found that in in your experience that people come and chat to you about issues the lgbt issues not very much no because i always would kind of hide myself after <laughs> and by hide i mean help backstage or whatever like clear things up but like i never would go out into the audience much however there was one person in particular who told me like afterward that he was watching the show and then i don't know in where in what part but he started crying and he was like i enjoyed the emotion of it so much and like i literally was sitting there crying because i've never seen something like this and i was like oh that's so sweet like He's family of mine, so I didn't really think that it would impact him that much. But the fact that he cried and like multiple people after that, <laughs> it was so. It was it was a nice it was a nice feeling just to know that what we are doing really gets to the point. It really like it makes an impact on people. So I like that. So when one tells a story like this, you obviously have to draw on yourself and your own experience. Mm. Of tell me about your experience growing up and coming out. And... Okay, so I have this cousin who is trans she's a trans woman i like to joke and say that um like because we're born in the same year like six months apart so i like to joke and say that she took my femininity and i took her masculinity because from a very young age like oh i don't even remember i was a lesbian i mean that's the only way i can explain it i always had crashes on my teachers or whatever and i was always an older woman just saying (laughs) so coming up I, i probably knew that i was gay but didn't also in the same time know and um, I didn't come out until, true, I think just after high school. 
Yeah, I was about 19. And it wasn't really like a come out story. It was just like, hey, this is my girlfriend. Because my parents are, they are allies because my mother was a model back in the day and she like had, she was trained by drag queen. So she even speaks Gale, oh, wow. which I don't. <laughs> she spoke Gale to my friend one day and I sat there like, what are you guys saying? This is, this is very rude. Like, I don't understand. So they, yeah, I didn't come out. Just brought my girlfriend home. And yeah, they were fine. They were fine with it. My family, also my grandmother, was the one who kind of had an issue. Because <laughs> I used to watch a lot of lesbian things when I was growing up. And she'd always be like, no, this is not right and whatever. But I just, like, I just left it because I was like, what can you do? I'm not going to change your mind. And eventually when they, when she found out that I was gay, she was just like, oh, okay. So now wherever she goes, she's like, oh yeah, my granddaughter's lesbian. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's, I could change one person's mind. <laughs> you become a trophy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I literally am a trophy in my family now. It's so weird because... <laughs> I went out with my parents a couple of weeks ago and I made this comment towards a, a woman and she didn't know I was gay. So she like comes out to me and she's like, I'm sorry, I didn't know. And my dad's like, yeah, yeah, my daughter's a lesbian. <laughs> very proud. So my parents are very supportive. My family's very supportive. Yeah, it's, it's easy and I wish that a lot of people had that ease where it comes to just having your family accept you for who you are and not for what you are. Yeah, and I just, I so badly just wish that everyone could experience what I experienced, which is, it's so nice to just be able to be yourself mm. without anyone ostracizing you for like being gay. You're in a relationship at the moment? No, I'm single. Oh, okay. <laughs> Calm. <laughs> gay life in, in, um, in Cape Town, it's, it's obviously a very queer city, pink mm -hmm. capital of Africa. Is there a lesbian scene? I don't think I've seen that really. No, there used to be one and I was kind of too young to experience it. There used to be one like a very long time ago. I think the last time I went into a lesbian bar was in 2010. And that same bar closed down, I think, about two years ago, if I'm not mistaken. So there's nothing right now except for events like um, The Closet. It's coming up, I think, this weekend, if I'm mm -hmm. not mistaken. So that's just an all-lesbian party at a, I think, the venues differ every month. Then there's also the Pink Party which I don't go to often. I don't know, just being in a room full of lesbians is so intimidating. <laughs> it's so intimidating. Because like, I look down all the time. Like, I don't want to look at someone's girlfriend just by accident. And then they come up to me like, oh, it's too much. <laughs> no. But then there's the pink party, which usually happens around Pride. But it's also like every month or every second month. And all of these, you need passwords too. <laughs> you literally need passwords to get into the party as a lesbian. Because they're just like, if you're not gay, you're just a straight woman. Hmm. Mm. So um, the rest of things I don't really know. There's also this one event called Bottoms Up. But that's like, it's a mixture of gays and lesbians. Mm -hmm. But it's a fun time. Mm. Other than that, I don't know. I'm a homebody. I don't venture out often. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's an audition. Uh. <laughs> then all effort, no, yes. no effort will be spared. No, 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 no. <laughs> I even wash my hair. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, so the plays are coming up. Uh, mm -hmm. You've already performed them. Mm -hmm. um, you plan to do some more for Mishmash, hopefully? Of course. Mm -hmm. It's such a fresh breath of air, just working in a space where it's like, it's queer and telling those stories. So I'm excited for what's coming next. I know they're doing... Um, Romeo and Juliet in Afrikaans. I can't wait for that. I'm so excited. I'm and an all-female Othello. Mm -hmm. And an all-female Othello, which, um, not that I want anyone to get married, but I'm, 
I would love to be in that one. <laughs> <laughs> Learning those lines oh, are, must be a challenge there. They're I'm going to watch easy. the play over and over. <laughs> but who cares? It's a fellow. It's an all-female mm. cast. Mm. I'm excited for it. Anything where there's a whole bunch of women, I'm there. Looks like Mishmash Productions is the company to watch with all their upcoming productions and certainly challenging gender norms through the choice of their topics. So uh, go to our website, gayseradio.co.za, and uh, just scroll down when you go to the news section, and you'll find the article that details all of this and all the links and everything you need to know, including where to go and see these plays. From Cape Town, I'm Hendrik for Gayse Radio, where you are family.